There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hello and welcome to the KBJ after the show podcast. How the heck is everybody today? Whoop, whoop. We're doing good. How you doing? Doing all good. Whoop, whoop, doing all whoop, good. Whoop. Day drinking. Whoop, whoop. What's that from? Anniversary. Yeah. The horror movie, Kevin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Whoop, whoop. A lot whoop, of whoop, whoop's going on. Day drinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, I learned that from you. <laughs> I learned it from growing up in New Orleans. That is just the best day drinking town. Is that what everybody does in New Orleans? Or is that just what you did in New Orleans? That's what everybody does in New Orleans. I, okay. I, I, I do feel like there is a culture of, of drinking and music. Even I feel like y'all get it started pretty early and y'all like to be in the kitchen and drinking and cooking and it is fun totally. I, I love doing that i i think cooking and drinking goes so well together and cooking and drinking and breakfast is the way to start it and then just keep the day going pass out by 6p you're good there is, oh, no one believes you're passing out at 6p because <laughs> the raging cajun don't stop no. can't stop <laughs> Especially if you're in New Orleans, you'll find some New Orleans magic dust to get you going. <laughs> I'll be twerking upside down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave, but, but but to your point, cooking and uh, drinking is very fun. It is. I love it. Yeah, it's a nice little combo. When I went to college, that's where I kind of fell in love. I mean, we did a little bit of it in high school, and it was kind of neat because I had such a, a curfew. My parents were so strict, I couldn't really stay out late, so... You know, me, I was so smart to say, well, if you can't stay out late, drink earlier. So, and I just liked it too because it was sunnier. It was nice. It just felt pretty awesome to have a buzz and have there be sunshine. And I fell in love with it. When I went to Ohio University, they would always have what was called block parties. They would have these streets with all these college houses on it, and they would shut down both ends of the street. And then people would bring out kegs and couches, and they'd have a band stage on each side of the street. And Palmer was one of the streets, and they had Palmer Fest. And each street you knew in the springtime, when you finally had good weather in Ohio, every weekend was a different fest. It was High Fest. It was all these kind of things. And that would just be it. Everybody would go to that street, and you'd have a massive day-long into-the-night drinking party. Oh, well, look, celebration, when, when you're around people that everyone's in a good mood celebrating, come on. Isn't that what life's about? We grew up with great neighbors and great people. Now, my parents weren't born and raised in New 
New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have the culture, but they brought us around people that did. And these people would literally, like you're talking about, block parties for crawfish boils. In in crawfish seasons, you would have several families on a street just all decide, this Saturday, we're doing a crawfish boil. It's uh, little uh, Boudreaux's birthday. And for Boudreaux's birthday, we all going to party. Bring your crabs unless they're in your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Then keep them there. As as they say in the good old state. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just, I I love the vibe of day drinking, day cooking, being outside. It's just fun. The the last thing to add to that whole element is, the last element to add is the music. If if you're cooking and you're drinking and you got some good play, whatever, whatever your playlist is that puts you in that good state of mind. Man, that is heaven in a nutshell. You better have a playlist. I, I yeah. but my playlist you would hate, and I would hate yours equally. <laughs> this whatever French, you enjoy yourself on the pride this fest. French fl- listen, float. yeah, you French listen and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna bring French music. <laughs> you know that was a big part of it. When I was in college, uh, there's a band called Pearl Jam, and they had their first album out called Ten. And that was so huge. I remember in the fall, and everybody's listening to that. I'm like, gosh, this is great block party music. Who is this? There was a band called Pearl Jam? Yeah, some people (laughs) may not know. Honestly, I'll run something by my daughter. She's like, Pearl what? Pearl's jamming? Okay. I don't get it. Do do you give them credit for the original? Do they get credit for that? They brought in an era, and they really did make it pop. It was kind of interesting, because I was into the hair bands. In late high school. And I remember when it flipped and in then came the grunge rock. And I would say that it was Smells Like Teen Spirit. That flipped it. Nirvana, then Nirvana. Pearl Jam. But, yeah. but Nirvana, to, to me, they didn't have that. No, they did Pearl Jam flipped radio stations because I was working at a rock station that would play, you know, mostly classic rock. And all of a sudden they were like, we're flipping this new thing. It's alternative rock. We're going there. It's where it's going. And Pearl Jam was got alternative rock started. So so the birth of, because they did spawn a lot of bands that weren't here until there's concert. Yeah, Nickelback followed uh, a couple years later. I think really what did it and made it something where it was laughable, I remember Adam Sandler doing a bit on Saturday Night Live, and the bit was him spoofing and mocking Pearl Jam. And then people kind of started laughing about it, and then that's when it really shone a light on, yeah, kind of how ridiculous it sounded. But yeah, Eddie Vedder was, they were unique in that. I think they were one of the first that kind of came through, and then... It's, it's always the ones that was the same way with the power bow with uh, hair bands that I hated where one kind of started it and you're OK with one. And then it got so Everybody. out of control. The hair <laughs> here got crazy because it was that and then Creed and then Nickelback. And then by the late 90s to early 2000s, I'm falling even more in the yeah. The and soccer every, mom version Everybody of was <laughs> yeah. singing to that level. And that's and that's usually what happens to a music genre is somebody does something the first time, like, oh, that was kind of cool. And then somebody copies it. And then, like with any copy, it's not as good as the first. Okay, so in, in, in today's era of music, what do you think? 
think the version of Herzog is today. Because clearly there's there's something that's going on over and over again that's going to sound dated like the Herzog kind of voice. It doesn't seem to bother anyone but me, but it's the mumble right there. Here we who, 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 shiwa, hua, 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 pew, pew, pew. That kind of stuff is asinine to me. I'm like going, you realize because I've seen enough musical genres come in and go and they get spoofed and made fun of. I'm like, y'all, that is going to be the easiest thing to make fun of. Some of that mumble rap hip-hop bullshit that is not talent at all. I'm sorry. I know I sound like the old man on the block, but no, I, I think I can't not get into that stuff. I think you got a point there and I would even say the kind of song where you get about 30 seconds of a verse and then th- the back two minutes of the song is the same chorus over and over and over again. I think that's a, a newer I, trend that is yeah that it's it, it, I think that's going to be interesting because to me, that is technology's driving it in that way. It's not a musical trend. It is almost a lifestyle change. TikTok has changed it. Attention spans are different. It's more than just he, her. It is even the way they produce music is done now to be heard on a laptop. I've had sound engineers show me the difference between analog and digital. And sound engineers love the old analog and they hate the new compressed digital sounds. You really can't hear a difference yeah. if I, I think if you're looking for that kind of stuff. If you're someone that's not looking for those kind of things in life, I don't know if you're going to really give a fuck or even notice it because yeah. it's not on your radar. But yeah, if, if that's your your background and you're kind of, yeah, I, I can see why you would not I, like it. Yeah, I think the trend, I think you will start seeing shorter songs. Remember how... Uh, we were cutting our songs, the pop songs, down to like 90 seconds. Yes. And then yeah. it kind of got, got backlash. And I did that because I noticed how my daughter was listening to music. And now, what is that little poo thing song? Yeah. That thing's like a minute 40. You my little poo thing. And it's kind of crazy. Now the music industry is actually doing it for us. And then I remember I, I got into it at the end of the song. It was Eminem's Lose Yourself. I'm like, oh, I'd like to play that. And it was, I think, 440 or 4. I'm like, I don't have time. There's just no time to squeeze that whole song in. And so it's kind of crazy that that's really where we are. I don't know that a lot of people want to put up with that. And then Ashley sent this email, which fits in pretty well. She was talking about how, you know, I'm an older millennial, but I didn't grow up with a lot of music. And I'm kind of now digging in. I got the Pandora and I made a playlist. I noticed they have an option to play deeper cuts and got into Queen. And I noticed like every song is six plus minutes. And that was it. There was a thing in the day where songs were longer, Metallica had a knock where they would go six to eight minutes on their songs. And I was, they almost had like three songs in one. And not that they got massive amounts of radio play, but once upon a time in classic rock, you've got Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. That's what, a seven, eight minute song, Hotel California. They used to be able to have that. There's no way you could ever get a hit song that would be six plus minutes now. Because that's the trend right now. But just like everything, what is old is new again. And all it takes is for another mm-hmm. trend to go, people want. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Remember in radio, get to the point quick, 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 quick. Change topics. Change to- That was a big thing in radio. Uh Keep it, keep it simple, keep it quick. And then people also started really liking long-form podcasts. There's, there's always going to be an audience for something, and trends come and go. And once you say everything is going to be that way forever, that's when you know it's going to be a fading trend. Trends come and go, but her piece is forever. 
Are those your words? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would be interesting to see if there's ever a place where music swings back to longer songs than where they are. I don't know. I'm just wondering with where our brains are now and our social media dictates and takes us and the amount of content that we have. Keep in mind, they did longer songs when you got less albums and there wasn't enough stuff, a lot of stuff to listen to. So you would be like, hey, I love this song. Yeah, give me three more minutes of it because I got nothing else to listen to. But we're a little, we are a little jaded in the sense that we do a lot of top 40 or a top 100 type of stuff. Mm. We're always talking about TikTok and all that. And that is not everybody. I know it seems like it's everybody that wants everything quick and wants it like this. Mm-hmm. There's, there's there's a lot of people in the world that like a lot of different shit. And just because TikTok mm-hmm. saying what one wants is what everyone's right this second doesn't necessarily mean it is the way. I think you gotta look at the younger generation because yeah, the older generation is gonna have that. They're gonna love that. And they're gonna say, I still love those long songs and they do and they will. As they die off, will younger audiences appreciate a six-plus-minute song? And Ashley, she's an older millennial, so that's not necessarily it or there right now. But if you had a Gen Z, if you had a 14-year-old, how would they feel about six-plus-minute songs? And I'm not sure six plus minute song is the right kind of argument because that was not I'm not saying it didn't happen back then because of course it did but that was not the standard even back in 1985 a six and a half minute song was a long ass fucking song mm-hmm. even back then so that's yeah right it, it'll be interesting and, and who knows it might I, I do know that every now and then I think when kids kind of get burnt on the music they're listening to they do recognize and realize wow there was some really good older songs like Ashley saying I'm just now discovering Fleetwood Mac and Billy Joel and thanks for all your suggestions so that is kind of interesting in that and the one thing for me I was at Matthew's Brewing on uh, Saturday he had his sixth anniversary and he is more harder rock so he likes all that but he had some bands that were playing and there were some kids that were young I would say late high school and they were very good they were some of that stuff is harder to play instrumentally and they were playing some of the old hard songs that are 20 to 30 years old and still into it. So obviously there are some kids that still do listen to that music. Of course there is. Yeah. <laughs> the, the question is, will it ever become the mainstream again, or will it always just be a fringe? Well, I mean, even when you guys grew up in high school, there was always kids that were in that everyone's into the what's right now popular. Mm. I went to school with a lot of kids that were into older shit that wasn't necessarily the most popular thing on the radio. Some kids, yeah. you know, they have an eclectic style of music. I was a mix. I was a mix of the current stuff and then uh, part classic rock stuff that was out and popular when I was an infant. So, And then I found in, in love. That's where I was, but I don't know if that's the era. I, I don't know how much... My daughter and my son, I don't think Cannon, who's 15, I don't know that he knows anything other than just, uh, I think they even call them mixtapes. I, like, I'm trying to figure out what he's listening to. I'm like, who you listen to? And some of it, two of the stuff he listens to, two of the arts he loves most, live in his friend's neighborhood in Boca. Really? Yeah, Boo with the Stick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And that's what he's listening to is Boo with the Stick. Interesting. Well, he's supporting local music, to be quite honest with you. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know that he knows any of that stuff. He may recognize his song because I do hear every now and then he'll be looking at a TikTok video and the other day was playing ABBA. 
But would he know that that's ABBA and that was a song, or is he just think it's the background music made for the video he's watching? A lot of it too is how you're raised as well. I mean, I was raised by some hippies, so I always had some old ass hippie shit playing yeah. on the background during my developmental years. And if you and the Queen aren't necessarily music lovers, where you guys would always have it on in the background, that you know, the. Your kids may not explore old time songs because it wasn't they weren't it wasn't around yeah. them a lot. Yeah, I think there are some some parents that do. They really make it a point to play that music for their kids. And I've always listened to what I've listened to, but I'm not sure how much any of it's really rubbed off. If it's had any influence, probably my oldest son Colin. I listen to a lot of alternative, and he likes alternative. So if I influenced any of my kids, it would probably be him. But I don't think I influenced my my daughter. SZA is her top artist. She loves SZA and Drake. Uh, and I, you wonder too, at a certain age, you know, why you're developing as a human? Is this all the ingredients working with just everything? You're you're at the right time to uh to learn. So what you're surrounded by is going to be something you're either drawn to or not. But that's the time you really kind of develop what you're going to like now to the your the future you. Is that too is that too much of a pot question? <laughs> why, <laughs> why are we here, man? Did you yeah. eat an edible? <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> I knew as I was explaining it, I'm like, nah, you're uh, bail on this uh, question, uh, dog. Uh. <laughs> I forgot I wasn't talking to Denny's off the mic. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, so it is fascinating where music's going to go and what the trends will be. I am intrigued by it because, man, marketing is everything. That little poo thing, that's a commercial that we play, that song. And the licensing of that music, that's why you see now so many artists are selling the licensing on their music because they're just making them into commercials or using them in video games. And, and it's TikTok a sample of an and, older song. Yeah, like, right. I just wonder how that whole back end of the business side of my little boo thing started. Because on TikTok, they tried to make it look like it was organic. And mm-hmm. the guy just came up with it. And, right. and now it's all this success. But you can't sample somebody like that without going through the right channels. Sure, that's why they're selling all those older artists. You're like, well, who would even care about this music? That's what they're doing. They're taking it. The fact that my son, who's... A a 15-year-old male has got ABBA playing on his thread on TikTok, to me was odd. Why would that be something that he would be exposed to? I can't even remember what it was. Because Dancing Queen fucking still hits hard. That's why. <laughs> well, and I think that is it. There are some songs that legitimately, that's, that's what I do love. Like Suits does his movie reviews. There are songs that I hear, I'm like, gosh, that song still... Like a Duran Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf, or Flock of Seagulls, I Ran. I hear that song, I'm like, gosh, that still cuts through. That's a great-sounding song. And there's a reason why they st- they wouldn't play them if they didn't get, get them numbers. Yeah. So there clearly yeah. is something special about those songs that stand the test of time, which is cool. That's what music's about. They I love are. It. Yeah, and, and that's what you've seen, the thing about Fleetwood Mac, and you're even talking about that today, those songs that have had a resurgence because of a viral video. You know, Fleetwood Mac has had that, the Boo thing, all those. There's just one song after another now 
Um, where was he? Had the Kate Bush song last year. What, one of my favorite things on the planet is hearing a song you've never heard before, and it instantly you go, "What is that?" I want to. I want to. It only takes mm-hmm. one time. You're not even halfway through finishing the song, and you already know, "Holy shit, I fuck with this song." It yeah. doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, right. yeah, th- that's in my top three favorite feelings. It, I it love is it. nice. It is nice. Yeah. Have you had a song lately that just grabbed you right away? I did. It was. I was in Home Goods. I forget the name of it. I I, I download. I did the little. Hey, what's playing, Sherry? Oh, and yeah. I, uh, but it was kind of like a, a, a dance track. It's not normally what the bird would like. But I'm like, I'm shopping at okay. Home Goods. I'm fucking dancing, yeah. buying shit I don't need. Oh, Home Goods! You buy so much shit you don't need. You'll get back in your car. You'll be like, What did I just do? They pumping drugs through their air conditioning system to make you. You go in for one thing and you leave with seven, like, and you're I, like, How did this happen? Why do I need seven fake plants in these <laughs> elephant pots? Home goods spin you around and just, I don't know. They got some trickery in there. <laughs> they do. They do. And, and they also throw snacks. In yes. The, you know, they, they fucking throw you in bizarro. You world. walk in, you're like, I'm only spending 30 bucks. And you're like, I spent 98. Like, How? Christmas peanut butter chocolate pretzels? <laughs> Uh, Hugo sent an email. I said, could somebody please tell me why the Kevin Ralston is drinking a beer with his pinky up in the air? The queen is drinking it better than he is. He looks like he is sipping fine wine in Perry. Somebody remove his drinking card. Let's uh, see. Yeah, he took that. That was a video that uh, my daughter had made and posted. I'm doing that. I don't typically drink like that. I'm showing off logos because uh, I knew we were doing a video and I had the L- Matthews logo front and center. So I'm moving my Hand up so you can see that on the glass. I was gonna say, it's not the most. Yeah. It's not the most comfortable looking picture. No, he's yeah. not trying to be pinkies out. Yeah. He's trying to do show the logo. Matthews brewing a yeah. solid. Yeah, so, <laughs> just so you know, don't think I'm always like. Mm. But I like that you're riding him for being a. Yeah. Hey, drink your beer like a man. That's right. right. Softy. If they're riding him, they're not riding you. That's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. That's what was going on there. <laughs> I uh, got an email here from Lou said uh, on today's after the show, Bird said he was a salsa dancing fool. Is he really? Does he even know how? No, I fake salsa, but I love it. Okay. From a Puerto Rican to an Italian, I'm thinking we need to do a dance-off challenge. Oh. Uh, I'm terrible, but I love I love it. Mm. Moonwalk. I love the moonwalk. But I'm terrible at it, and it, it don't. And, and I've kind of worked. I've worked at the moonwalk, and there's one other dance I want to learn so bad, and I, I always forget the name of it. But it's 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 where you you, you twist your your feet to the beat. Twist you see your a feet lot to the beat. You see a lot in a like cheerleading dance, but it's kind of like you're going like, ooh, 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 ooh. If you're just listening to the podcast and not watching, that's not going to be a great moment. Dancing on the radio. As I'm going, whoo, tricky. (laughs) I've got the heart of a dancer, just none of the talent. (laughs) You're looking skinny, though. Look at you in your onesie. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, illness was good for you. (laughs) It's funny when you can't eat. And you get sick, it does do amazing for your Multiple life. infections in your head, we counted three, will definitely knock a man out for f- a good weekend. I'm finally feeling like myself again today, not going to lie. Okay, that's good. It is. I think all, all the medicine's out of my system. I, I don't like that stuff. That, that stuff that stuff makes me depressed. It, it does. It puts me in a weird headspace. The pain medicine? The pain meds, oh, yeah. yeah. Not, it doesn't agree with everybody. The antibiotics you, you yeah. needed, that 
that, it, hopefully, you took your whole schedule. Yeah, I think that saved me, honestly. Okay, good, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you had three infections going at once, and I was kind of worried. It all went to shit with that gravy. Gravy started it. Every time you underestimate a bit yeah. on this show, that's Jumps when- up to bite you right in the ass. It huh? gets fucked. You get fucked. Yeah. You do. I got fucked, huh. man. That, I could, couldn't believe it. I tried to, I tried to make it better. I don't know. I, I did it all wrong. <laughs> My gravy has the heat. <laughs> Your gravy has the heat, man. It does. <laughs> I instantly open my eye in that gravy, and I instantly go, oh, oh I shit. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to go down. <laughs> uh, got an email here from Christina in Brooklyn. She said, my husband and I are coming to visit my hometown, Lake Worth, yeah. for a week during the holidays, and I was hoping to take a day trip down to Miami using the Bright Line. We're 29 years old, and we like to bar hop, appetizer crawl. We like to watch sports games out and about. I moved to New York City right when I graduated college, and I've never really experienced Miami as a full-blown adult. Do you have any advice for a day trip to Miami using the Bright Line? Uh, The one recommendation is on your way home, don't fall asleep. Uh, You'll wind up in Orlando. Uh, But (laughs) on your way down... Um, yeah, well, for you uh, in Lake Worth, you can get the Bright Line either in West Palm Beach or Boca, and I guess you can figure out what you want to do. Um, you know what might be fun? I guess it depends upon how uh, you're feeling. Lake West Palm Beach might be closer than Boca, actually, to go and uh, hop on the train. And there are a couple places right around the Bright Line to go grab a cocktail. It's right by that station. Boca doesn't have that. Boca's Brightline station is kind of not really near anything. And right now they do have some savings going on. Those Brightline mm-hmm. tickets I saw, they're making deals. So go on their website and see what the deals are. Yeah. I love so. a deal. Yeah, if I were doing a day drinking trip to Miami, uh, you go to the Brightline, your pockets are... Uh, I would probably go to the Brickell area. It's got the highest concentration of bars and uh, restaurants. And then they got some cool places right there on the Miami River, just a little bit to the north. Um, and right over the Miami River, uh, there's a great pocket of drinking. I would either go there or I would go to Midtown and uh, Wynwood. Those would be your three pockets to do any day drinking in Miami. You can get to the station. You can hop an Uber uh, anywhere of those three places you want to go. Nice concentration of uh Bars and the such. Look at this Miami Kev. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so fancy. Uh-huh, right. I'm thinking about going down to that uh, Santa's Enchanted Forest. Okay. That, we had a great time, other than the fact that our career was falling into complete hell. Career was terrible. That was a good day, at least. Yes. That amusement park down there is fun. It was. It, mm-hmm. That was a one of those ones, you went on the roller coaster, and it kind of looked a little small, going, this ain't going to be shit, and I kind of rocked your dick in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. In a good way. I, I mean, that in the best way possible. And I'm not a big roller coaster guy. I had a great, great fun doing that. Well, last year I took the kids on the Bright Line for the Polar Express. Okay. They're not doing that this year. The Bright Line is not doing the Polar Express. And they did it last year. I don't know why they're not doing it. You mean just kind of weird to me? When you got mm-hmm. on the when you got on the bright line, everything was just straight up Polar Express. No, you had to buy a special ticket that was very pricey, and the train didn't go that far. I don't know. It it it. I don't. 
I mean, it was it was cooler to me when it left from West Palm and then went down south to Lauderdale or Miami. When we did it last year, you got on the station in Miami and then it just went like three blocks and then it went back to the station in Miami. Like it didn't go anywhere. So that was weird. And then, yeah, I guess they posted on their website that they are going to be doing it next year. Maybe with them launching Orlando, there was just too much going on, and they couldn't put a focus on it. And and so that's a big undertaking. Well, they got a lot going on, too. And I saw, not that it would affect the local Brightline, but I saw that they just got a, I think, a $3 billion grant from the president to build a Brightline from Los Angeles to Vegas. It would take three hours, and I think it's going to be done in a matter of a couple of years. So I think their focus is on that right now. Yeah, no upcoming performances of the Polar Express. So, mm. yeah, well, you're right. You know, you can't do everything. Right. Yeah. You're building a damn train to Orlando. I get why mm-hmm. maybe you couldn't do the Polar Express. We are we are getting to places quicker, though. Makes you think we are a, a pH or pubic hair away from just... You know, space cars. Space cars. We well, that's what uh, Elon Musk wanted us to have, space cars. All this shit, everyone's... All that stuff isn't crazy anymore. You know what I mean? I know. Even talking about time travel, you're not laughed out of, You're not laughed out the room anymore. He's right. I'm just saying. Okay. We're, People talking about those things where you're going to get in them, like at the bank teller, or you get in a little thing and it shoots you through this tunnel, and then you're wherever you want to be in a matter of you know minutes instead of hours. It's just there was. I remember growing up, there was a time when you would bring this kind of shit up, and people would go, "That motherfucker is nuts." Well, people still call you a nut motherfucker, but for different reasons. And I get that, and I'll take, and I'll own that, and I'll take that, but. To my point, you see what I'm saying? I remember when I first got on this mic, oh, yeah, bird aliens, oh, robots taking over. Uh, the crazy guy screaming about that shit ain't not so crazy, is Robots he? are taking over. And we are talking and aliens. they are talking a lot more about government-kept secrets about aliens. Time travel is just a pH away. What's next? Is Bigfoot going to march in here and then you can just crotch chop us all? <laughs> I told you, motherfuckers. I swear, I'm not crazy. I've been telling you. No one would listen. Nobody would. <laughs> Uh, Christina also said, I'd like to bring some kielbasa and pierogi to the show from the markets in my neighborhood here in Brooklyn. Uh, When are you all going to be off for the holidays? We're going to be on our final day before Christmas will be Friday the 22nd. And then uh, we'll be off the following week. Christmas is on a Monday. And then we'll uh, just kind of chill because you got uh, New Year's going into that next weekend. So... What, spend it with the fam, watch college football. What's your guys' feelings for a, a uh, Christmas Monday? Like, eh, Monday. Or does it matter because we're on vacation? Doesn't matter because we're on vacation. Yeah, okay. Doesn't, doesn't bother me. It's, it's not like you want a St. Patty's Day on a Friday kind of feeling. But that Friday, December 22nd show. Oh, no. Who's ready? Oh, I'm ready for the show. I thought you were going to say the other thing I was afraid you were going to say. I'm having another naughty party. Oh, no, uh, no, no. I think all of the fallout from last year's naughty party, <laughs> we can only do that like the Olympics every four years. <laughs> oh, God, that shit was too <laughs> insane. People still mad about shit that went down at the naughty party. <laughs> that shit aged people. <laughs> Friendships 
ended. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dude, the naughty party was fucked. The only thing that was flowing more than alcohol was regret the next day. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you make a just a witch's brew of poison and potions and then give it to the public. People were just fucking wasted. Dude, they were next level wasted. Panda, Panda drank, which he never does. Uh-huh. Panda had to be put to bed at like 8.30. I mean, the party wow. had just started yeah. and Panda was like walked I saw people walking him upstairs to our bedroom I'm like bye and when wow. Panda is off the grid yeah. we are fucked there's, there's no training wheels for Virginia well, there's no one to say babe you, yeah. you gotta you gotta call it a night you, right. well you are head, you are heading towards an iceberg <laughs> Now, yeah. whether you hit it or not, but there's no one. Yeah. There's no one. At the helm. There's no one at the At least helm, no man. one sober at the helm. <laughs> That's, the rule is never be the drunkest. I don't know who won that one. It was a good battle between about seven people. Wow. <laughs> man, I couldn't even enjoy my vacation because I had a week of anxiety after. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to put the naughty party on a four-year rotation. Oh, good. All right. And next time, it's at your house. So where we are, okay, we're going to turn out the holiday show. For yeah, KBJ. that last Friday, December 22nd, that will be a drinking podcast, and we will have some fun. I'll make sure we get some uh, catering in here. Uh, Jason in Cape Coral said, uh, I'm sure Denny's has, but Kev, have you watched the trailer for GTA 6? The setting is Vice City, which is their version of Miami. It's awesome. I've Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, just on TV, they had it and they were showing it. Uh, nothing. I mean, I've seen my son playing it, but uh, there wasn't anything that jumped. It looked like more of the same. But he said uh, the game is set in a fictional state called Leonida, which is basically Florida. The trailer has so many Florida references that it reminds me of the Florida Man bit you guys do. The developers definitely did their homework about Florida. You already have a Twitch account. When are we going to get to watch Denny's streaming some games on there? I'm sure he has plenty of time. Look, I feel like there's a big part of our audience that is into the gaming world, and we could mm. really definitely explore yeah. some Denny's gaming stuff and make it content to where it's just not him. You know, he's a real legit good gamer. He knows he knows what he knows the fuck he's talking about, and we need somebody on our our team that that's good. Because if not, 1980s. Virginia, wow, all these kids are playing Pac-Man, Kevin. It's ruining society. She don't know about this gaming shit. <laughs> I do no, She uh, thinks it's yeah. still 1988 with the gaming. I'm down with the Q-Bert. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. And I have a rage problem <laughs> with video games. I can't do it. I gotta put on easy mode and get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the one that my son plays, I think, is in Los Angeles. It, it looks like that would be a... This LA. this new one that's coming out, it's supposed to be the real deal, and the gamers are supposed to love it, and it's supposed to represent a lot of Florida. Did you see somebody say it's 2025? It is, I believe. Oh, wow. I know. Good Lord. Okay. But Denny's had a, a, a VGB video game boner. Okay. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure if my son has seen it or not, but I'm sure he'll be excited. Doug sent an email. He said, uh, Kevin, I heard uh, Jay Bird say that uh, one should not mix medicine with alcohol, and he is right. My friend took an alcohol at about noon in front of a hospital. 
The next morning, he woke up flat on his back in his house with the front door open and his car sitting just outside the door. He remembered nothing. Crazy. Rookie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're not supposed to do that. It, it, especially if you're not a big time drinker. Yeah. Some of this medication, it, it could make, it could take one beer and turn it into three for some people. The, I'm saying mm. the effects of it, it'll, it'll get you twisted quickly. Okay. It can turn on you very quickly. And uh, you guys have heard about the elf on a shelf. But how about this? In Polk County, you can get. Sheriff Grady Judd on a shelf for just $20. <laughs> It'll be the Polk County Sheriff, the guy that's so good in all of our Florida man things. He always has those amazing quotes. He's the guy just don't, he don't put up with shit. No, he don't. I love no. it. I love his press conference, especially yeah. when he goes after sex offenders because he wants to shame them and he oh, takes yeah. his time with making them look like clown asses. He's that. a cowboy. And yes. I respect the dude. Yes. He's got some amazing quotes. Oh, yeah. He loves his press conferences. He gives it's, you some entertainment. And I think the people in Polk County love him because yeah. they're, they're more that style. They're like, you know. He's a hero. You don't, yeah, you don't come to our town and mess around. I'm sure you'll get someone who doesn't like him. I'm sure of it because I mean, all that stuff gets political. But I'm going on just on an entertainment when I, when I watch his press conferences. I fucking chuckle. Well, I think he said something. I think my dad had even said to me, you know, my dad loves guns, <laughs> was there was a guy that started shooting at some cops, and I think he had wounded one of them, and they just took the guy out. And they're like going, yeah, you guys put 30 bullets in this guy? Um, is there a reason why there was 30 bullets in this guy's body? And he said, because we ran out of ammo and couldn't shoot him anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> So, you know. So I'm saying, not everyone's going to love that quote. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So not everybody loves Sheriff Grady's act, but uh, some people do. Maybe don't shoot at cops. Yeah, that's what some people would say. Look, it'll never work out good for you or the cops that you hurt. So what are you doing? If there's a lot of them there, don't shoot at them, you big dummy. Yeah, I think that uh, he has given them uh, free carte blanche. If uh, anyone shoots at them, they're free to unload i just love seeing him going on sexual predators that's fun mm-hmm. it is yeah he doesn't uh, tolerate that uh, much either and uh christine sent in a nice email she got to comp some ticks to the christmas carol and she went and took her daughter olivia and she said this is her in front of the little smiles tree that they have there and we voted for it so you can uh, see that, Virginia. You said you went to go see that uh, I last did. night, right? Christmas Carol? I was at the Maltz Jupiter Theater last night watching A Christmas Carol, and they have this whole thing in the lobby called Communitrees. Oh. And so each charity that got chosen has a tree that they got to decorate in the style of their charity. Loved all of them, especially the Little Smiles tree. I also love the Furry Friends tree. Their tree was all their little animals that are in the shelter with their name on it like you had a, a cat ornament with the name mittens on there and just like it was so, it was really cute they mm. did a good job all the different charities represented so well and it's a, it's a competition you vote for your favorite and then they get money but then you can also bid on the tree and win the tree i think little smiles's tree was up to like a 750 dollar bid oh that's so cool i wonder if furry friends ever get any Accidental weird calls. What? 
accidental weird calls for furry like furries you know that that's also a thing oh like sex stuff yeah accidentally i wonder mm. if that ever if that ever happened sometimes that happens There's a confusion yes mm-hmm. i'll let you ask that question <laughs> i am not asking that question i just it, it felt awkward here <laughs> i would not bring this outside of this room daddy's maybe edit that out <laughs> <laughs> i was like Ugh. Ugh. no i'm not saying that I, I bet that's a fair question, though, because I of, hope Mittens isn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mittens. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for all the emails and for being here today. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs>